else want to intro this? Yeah. We'll yeah, do it. Cole, go Can ahead. I sit this far back Can on this, this mic? Yeah, I'll I, I have it turned the up intro. Oh, okay. Hey, hold on. I know. Let's all try to guess what we're all going to say for the intro. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome back to today's man. We're starting a singing group. Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome to our new show. This is P Double O P, the boop, the poop. How do you spell that? P O O poop. Welcome back to the poop. Forty-nine point. FM. It's Today. the poop. The poop, poop, poop. Jamin the poop in the morning. Today we're talking about <laughs> things that make you go, mm mm. Alright, so I'll just like cut all that stuff out and then I'll start my intro, my real intro. <laughs> Here, I will do a quick, I do want to do a quick intro. Go I'm feeling it. it now. You want me to count you off? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, okay, this is Jeff. This is my evolving podcast, and I have the uh, tastemaker group here: Cole Watkins, Ron Allison, James oh. Big, Ronald Allison. Thank you. Uh, this is, I think, this is our third one. We've we did one like a while back, January, I think, and then we did one like a month ago. And I think we were we were thinking, let's try to do one every other month. And then today, uh. This is our third trimester. The, the, today we suddenly started texting each other and we're like, I want to do one tonight. It's like, okay. And so and it ended up working. This is a last minute thing. We This was planned about three hours ago. And uh, so I don't know about these guys, but I was like frantically trying to think of things to recommend. And uh, I'm more insecure about my choices than typ- typically. Don't be scared. Is it because last week we brought such fire? Yes. Or last time? Sure. Uh huh. Right. Yes. What? Okay. Yes. Uh, uh. Um. Uh. Oh, you are waiting for me to say something. Uh. uh wait. We what? can. We can just go right. Dude, into you're it. the host. Yeah. You're the master of this. You're running it. Okay. If you haven't listened to the other ones. Here you go. Then uh, the way this works is we just kind of go in. A, there's four of us. Uh, we go in a circle and we each recommend something and we talk about that thing for five to ten minutes. And usually a lot of the talking is just interrupting each other and all that. But uh, I'm going to put, I'm going to include the times and everything of the topics in the description. So if you want to skip forward, then you can do that. Uh, Before I do that, I know I introduced you, but could y'all like say your name? Uh, just oh, right now? Yeah. Um, Cole. That's cool. My interests are music and true love. Oh, uh, Cole is a very good, like, graphic designer person. Oh, thanks. And, uh, he has a, I was gonna, I meant to say this last time, but I wanted to talk about your, uh, what is the website that, where your shirts Red and Bubble? all? Redbubble? I Bu- think... I think I actually talked about that the first time we were oh, on you did? too. Like I think that was one of my. Uh, oh, you did. I don't topics. remember. But yeah, Redbubble.com. And his slash name? Creative Spiro. Okay, Creative Spiro. He has like tons of different designs for shirts that are like 
a lot of like pop culture related type things that are really cool. And uh, um, so if you're looking for that type of thing, then go find that stuff. <laughs> hey, he's, thanks. He's a modern day renaissance, renaissance man. He's also yeah. in a band. I'm really going through my reconnaissance What's the lately. name of, tell us the name of your band. Picnic Lightning. Picnic Lightning. I actually just got a new amp. Oh yeah? Yeah. What did you get? I got a um, Vox AC15 Celestial speaker. What is that? Yeah. What is a Celestial? It's just stuff? like a kind of a higher end speaker than the regular AC15. Or the AC, or, uh, AC, I think that's the AC10. Yeah, AC15's the next one up, it's and then AC30. I got the, uh, like, the denim one, because mm-hmm. I like pants. <laughs> yeah. Is that one pretty cool, though? I like it. It's Sounding a, I mean, it's a 10-watt, uh, kind of practice amp, but it... Yeah, those things are louder than good, they look. It, like, yeah. the 15, I, I, when I first was thinking about it. I didn't realize how loud they are. They're just yeah. as loud as normal amps. So. Yeah, you wouldn't think they would be, but they that that one's fine for me. I don't need a big fancy celestial thing. Oh. Most importantly, can you play some real nasty licks on it? Yeah, it's just, just some real dirty. Yeah, it's just meat peeling off the bone. Okay. I uh, I won this. I won it on eBay, and then I it said local pickup. Or, oh, that one. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a place in Denton. It was oh, just, really? Yeah. It just was happened to be it. right there? Yeah. So I just drove down to Denton on Monday and grabbed it. The guy was like, he didn't even ask me for anything. Like, I was like, do you want to see my ID? Or, so, oh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and he like had, he pulled some paperwork. Said, oh, yeah, you already paid for it. There you go, man. It's like, cool. I could be anybody right now. <laughs> Uh, Ronald. Hi, I'm I'm Ronald Allison. I enjoy short walks on small piles of sand, (laughs) and I absolutely loathe true love. That's that's one thing we're on get contention about. (laughs) I was trying to think of like. A thing to promote, and I was like, I guess we'll promote. Uh, I don't do anything. He's uh, less of against, an, being against true love. He's less of an island stroller and more of an a tall, like, prancer. He doesn't like a tall prancer. <laughs> doesn't like islands. Oh, I hate islands. Yeah, true love. Who they think they are beating out there in that water like that? <laughs> Fun fact: I haven't seen these guys since. Uh, the last time we did this, so the last, the, and also as soon as we finished recording, it was like hit, hit stop, bye. Like we didn't even really say anything else. I wasn't gonna say anything, but that was kind of a joke. I think we all true. missed you. Should we give him a kiss real quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel so special. <laughs> I I just <laughs> thought of my recommendation, my first recommendation. Manly kisses. <laughs> Those were were all ring kisses, by the way. Everyone got it. Here, give me kiss your ring real quick again. (laughs) Should I go now? Uh, My name is James Baker, and that's it. That's all he needs. 
Uh, no I, jokes. <laughs> I don't know if this was a. I, we texted each other earlier, and we all thought we all don't know who's. Like I, I think I said like I never know when y'all are saying something real or like messing with me. But I think we all, if you can tell by this these podcasts, like we're all like we're a real loose bunch. Yeah, and he said, they said you you said you couldn't record one past a certain day. And then Ronald said, he's moving to England. And I was like, really? We didn't give a return date, so. <laughs> yeah, we're, we were just having a laugh. I am going to England, though. I'm not oh, moving, you are? I'm not moving there. I'm, I'm going to go in on a trip, vaca- uh, family vacation. Cool. We're all really jealous. We all I, hate him. I, I try not to bring it up. But since you insisted, <laughs> which uh, National Lampoon scene are you going to reenact with your family? <laughs> um, do they go on a cruise? They go. The... They go to uh, Europe. They go. To oh, European, European vacation. vacation? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one, so I'm sorry. It's probably just as well. I've seen the original where they go to Wally World, mm-hmm. and I've seen parts of vegas vacation and of course i think everybody's seen both the original and christmas vacation so if you've seen any of them i think probably i would be willing to bet that most people have seen more people have seen christmas vacation than the original i i yeah i hadn't seen i saw the christmas vacation way before i ever saw the yeah well it's a it's a christmas movie if you're a christmas movie you're gonna get a lot more play on tv then no matter how good of a movie you actually are just content to have on during december yeah turn to the hallmark channel some real solid tent how long are you going to be over there i leave on i did i leave on the 29th or the 30th i think i leave on the 30th and i get back on the 11th it's a seven day cruise oh cool but we're gonna have like a we're going to fly into London, because that's what you do when you go to the United Kingdom. And we're going to stay there for like a day and a half. Maybe like two days, I don't know. Jet lag is weird like that, I don't know. But um, So I'll try and do all the touristy, th- as much touristy things I can, you know, touristy things I can in London. And then um, I think, we're either going to like four or five major ports. And we're, I know we're going to have at least two days at sea. So it's like it's a seven day seven day cruise, um, but um, I, I forget all the name of the port cities because most of the port cities aren't usually the ones you want to like spend time in. Like a lot of the excursions I'm going on, um, you have to drive like at least like an hour, anywhere between like an hour to like three hours. You know, okay. To just to get to where you want to go, I think like Dublin. For instance, when we go to Ireland, um, Dublin is like a two and a half or like a three hour drive away from the port. Is this like a Dunkirk area kind of? Uh, then that would be like that would be Scotland, right? I don't know. I can't remember. I, mean, I saw the movie and then it's I like, forgot. It's like the southern port portion of the United Kingdom, I think, is like is what's closest to France, right? I think so. So that's where Scotland is, if I know my, my geography correctly. I have a question. What? What would be the most American thing you could do there? Uh, probably order a hamburger. Just go into a pub and be like, 
Can I get a, a hamburger with American cheese, please? And just yell some yell at somebody, maybe. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I think the trick is either you don't just say you're American. Like, you go there, and you either pretend you're Canadian, or <laughs> since we're from Texas, I can be like, I'm not American, I'm a Texan. And then everybody will be like, woo-wee, I've seen Westerns. You ride your horse every day to work, that sort of thing. And I'll be like, yes, I do. I'm going to make that stereotype come true for you. And my horse was going faster, and their horses were yeah. going faster. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, I haven't decided. I mean, like, uh, I was talking to Catherine, and she said when she went to England, she wore, she had like a, like a red maple leaf, like a Canadian pen on her backpack <laughs> or something, and she pretended like she was Canadian. Awesome. But um, anyway, that's not one of my things. This is something I'm doing. <laughs> so, Jane, if you go there and get a hamburger sandwich. Yeah. I listen to the BBC food program, and that's a thing that's getting big there is hamburger oh, sandwich hamburger places. Sandwiches. Oh, they they just now got them? No, they're just getting into them mm. and doing their own thing with them. Them and pulled pork sandwiches. They like the American stuff. I need to, I need to actually like start researching what the hell I'm going to do. I'm Isn't gonna... pulled pork like a Cuban thing, though? Maybe. Or is that just... It's American now. We took it. We took it. We conquered oh, food. I think I already cursed. Uh-oh. Said the H word. Okay. I'll try not and draw attention to it. I'm trying to decide. Uh, I, I'm. I. I haven't like made a decision about the like language content I'm supposed to have on this thing yet. Mm-hmm. Usually my thing is like whoever Ooh. whoever is like on it. I you just said like say oh oh one of the thing one of the words I definitely wanted to stop saying was like so if they call me out on it that's what. That's what's going on there, and I'm I am trying to not say it as much because, anyway. Yeah, I noticed that about all of us last time. So, but it's fine. Say like I think lot. it's not a big deal, but it's like you just did it. Oh, oh man! Hard. One more time, I'm out of here. It's like a. <laughs> oh man! It's a comfort. It's a comfort. It's One like, more, and we're a, turning this podcast around. Jeff, you're shutting if, down. What if I? Decided to never say it again, and or in the episode, every time I said it, <laughs> the episodes would it. go for thirty seconds. I'm just messing with you. Say like all you want. Let her rip, pal. I like it when you say like. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I'm trying to decide about like language, and uh, if some people are real uncomfortable with it, some people don't care a lot of people don't care usually i i want the person i'm talking to to feel comfortable that's usually i want them to feel comfortable and like they could be themselves mostly and uh if that's how someone talks then i'd rather them just talk that way but i don't know i know everybody has different standards for that i tend to calm down when you swear a lot around me you do yeah yeah some people ramps them up it's just like Xanax. Like the dentist, man. He really just goes to town on me. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, one thing I was going to ask. I kind of I put it in the text message too, but usually, usually we each do four mm-hmm. recommendations. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do four again? 
Well, I oh, think we've you... been doing three. We just talk oh, okay. into other bonus things. Round. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we will oh, have a okay. bonus round this time. Because I, I noticed when I was looking at the other one, it seems like we, I think we hit, it's like the three recommendations fit pretty well, like inside maybe around an hour, and then it started getting really long after we kept going. We can going. just go until it's time to stop, I guess. It, it doesn't really matter yeah. that much, but just, I don't, if y'all don't care, I, I really don't care that much. Three's a but nice round number. I never know how long people want to listen to these things. There is a, uh, like a, on a lot of podcast apps, you can like listen at double speed or one This and is one definitely half speed a times kind of five one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, enough preamble. I-, I told myself before I started this one, I was like, okay, Jeff, this is the third one. We don't have to explain everything again, so just skip that part and now we. Yeah. Again. So you but didn't listen to yourself. And you're saying lies. I'm not going to start this time. Oh, and mm. Ooh. I think you go, started should we last. Go in reverse order. Mm. I think Ronald should start. Oh, really? Oh, okay. And then we'll go in the middle. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll go. What? Who? Which way after that? Whoever's feeling lucky. Okay. I don't care. All right. Is this it? Am I going? Yeah. Don't. Please don't say the stuff I'm gonna recommend. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, tell me. So. When we were growing up, there was two cat cartoons. There was Heathcliff, and there was Garfield. Mm, there's three actually, but what other orange Eek. cat? You didn't say orange. Well, you didn't let me finish. Oh, oh sorry. I'm just gonna shut up over here. Eek was awesome though. Tight call. The devil always called it heck instead of hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there was two cats, both orange. Both kind of sassy. Heath, Heathcliff, <laughs> Heathcliff, and Garfield. Who wore it better? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course the answer is Garfield. <laughs> this was my idea. This is what I was gonna do. Oh, I mean, Heathcliff had some funny episodes, but what? There was only like maybe like one season of that show, maybe, maybe two. Yeah, I don't even know. And there's like how many comic strips and seasons of Garfield and Friends by comparison? I remember Heathcliff was my jam, though. I, mean, I, I watched, liked, yeah, I I liked watched both, both of those shows. That but, was an anime. Why, it was? Yeah. <laughs> it was an, <laughs> there it was, was also... Japan. Y'all remember that one with the cats that had the fighter jets? Oh, yeah, top cats. SWAT cats. SWAT, SWAT cats, cats. yeah. yeah. That was right. pretty rocking, though. It was, 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 they spelled that with a Z? Swat cats. Probably. That was a cool thing that in was the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Heathcliff is one of those shows well I like a lot of um, shows that from watching as a kid mm-hmm. where I someone could say, You know they only made five episodes of the head and I'd be like really? No way, because I've watched I just believe it like a hundred times. I did too. I I don't think that's right. true, but someone could say that and I wouldn't know the difference. But it's probably more like 50 or something. I mean, I, I just remember, I do remember having a, a I'll have a memory of a, watching a Heathcliff episode and like thinking it was so funny. And I don't think I laughed as hard as at any Garfield episode as this one episode of Heathcliff. I don't know if it's because I was like a little kid or whatever, but 
I for at one at one point in time, I, if I was a kid and you asked me this question, I probably would have been like Heathcliff all the way. But you know, being an adult and being a much more refined person than I am now, I would have to take Garfield. But I don't know. So you find your tastes have refined now, and he's the. I I hadn't really thought about it until this moment. I mean, I don't. So Garfield <laughs> is the is the thinking man's orange cat. <laughs> He's probably, he's probably a little bit, uh, Garfield probably stands the test of time probably more than Heathcliff does. I just liked Heathcliff because he was a rascal. Yeah. He was a street cat, getting all kinds of fights. Garfield was just at home, bossing Dave around. I think that's the, the main difference. I think there's probably enough stuff for adults to enjoy about Garfield, as opposed to Heathcliff, it's just like number one like if you're like between the ages of four to six like Heathcliff is, is your guy if we're talking about ladies early 90s kids yeah <laughs> well would there have been a Heathcliff if Garfield hadn't happened wasn't like kind of like the poor man's <laughs> Garfield <laughs> well Garfield like the comic strip's been around for like how long yeah I, the comic strip probably predates Heathcliff like by okay, uh, decades. Did you know Heathcliff is based on a comic strip? Ooh. Oh. oh. And it ran for 86 episodes uh, from September 5th, 1984 to 1988. That show in 1988. is 34 years old. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Same age as me. And there was another show that was based on the comic strip called Heathcliff and Dingbat and Heathcliff and Marmaduke, which debuted in 1980. Heathcliff? Hold on. He joined forces with a contending uh, comic strip force to really just uh, gang up on Garfield? Uh, well, it's all yep. about that name Garfield recognition. Had Odie, so maybe Heathcliff <laughs> oh, yeah. They're just trying to one-up Odie. dog. <laughs> Here's my opinion about Garfield, like the comic strip. I think it's it's good, but it's also kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Like after after a while, it feels like you you know how there's like Calvin and Hobbes and the Far Side. Like it feels like there's a real like artistic integrity to it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Garfield feels like it's just super like. Well, it's not as bad as Family Circus, so I guess it's okay. So, Garfield's loosely based on Bill Murray, right? Like, that's where that... I just feel like that's what everyone wanted. Well, what I want to happen is a one-man show with Bill Murray in an orange cat costume, just reading Garfield comics. No, like, you can go see him on Broadway. Like Cats, but it's just Bill Murray. Garfield premiered in... The comic strip premiered in 1978. Wow. So it's like Cats? It's like Cats. Is it called Garfield's? Yeah, it's called Garfield's and Friends. (laughs) But he doesn't have any friends in the show. It's called Garfield the Refined Heathcliff. (laughs) Because I remember one of my... 
earliest memories is the theme song of Garfield and Friends. And yeah, I really like the Friends that? part. I remember getting really excited. Oh yeah, because the there was the egg. There was there was like a lamb dude yeah, and farm people. Yeah, animals. And what was the name of his owner? The Dave. Dude, Dave. Yeah. Did you did you guys think that Dave was the same guy as the chipmunks owner? <laughs> Aren't they both named Dave? Yeah. Is it the same guy? It's just this mental guy who has all these. <laughs> Dave in owns his house. chipmunks. John. And he ah, owns the right. cat. John, John. Oh. I thought I was onto something. Listeners, please check this out. It's pretty funny. It's called it's called Lasagna Cat on YouTube, and uh, it's like like this was before like the dawn of like modern day memes, like this sort of thing. This is like old school internet type stuff. It's awesome. I want to point out that James has become the internet guru yeah. of the group, especially in the last year. Your powers have grown past 9,000, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, like, in a joking way. Like, he knows his shit, man. you have any questions about the internet? Ask James. No. Is that... He just gave us some meme history. Yeah. He showed <laughs> me and Ron this, uh... Was it 3D World? Yeah, it's cool. Cool 3D World. It's cool 3D World. Those videos blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen them... What was it? What was it originally on? Because I know it's on Adult Swim, but uh, like he puts them on YouTube. The guy has his own YouTube channel. I don't know. I think he gets hired by various people just to do weird stuff. You know, I mean, yeah. he obviously has some skill in like visual design, so uh, he might be like a professional animator for legitimate things that aren't. If you're the kind insane. of person that says stuff like "this is weird" or "you're weird." I wouldn't. <laughs> They're pretty out there. But if you search out weird, this yeah. is your stuff. <laughs> it's it's almost like free association, but done in like an animated 3D video. It's just like insanity. And they're addictive. Like They're called 3D... What? Cool just, 3D World. Yeah. And cool. it's on YouTube. There's tons you, you of them. Can, yeah, you can find... Like compilations of them on YouTube. In fact, Man. I'm gonna make that my first suggestion. Okay, oh, there you go. Yeah, cool 3D world. Speak I don't remember the that. guy's name. Like the first one I watched, I think was it starts on a dude's belly button, and there's a face on his belly button, and it like holds out like a choir night choir note, and it's like oh, <laughs> and it zooms out, and his nipples have faces too, and they sing harmonies to it. <laughs> And then his actual head turns and starts singing. is is pretty awesome. Yeah, a, a lot of. And it they're is, in a cathedral, by the way. Yeah, a, a lot of it is nightmare fuel, but yeah. like, it's done in a comedic way. But yeah. all, it's also still disturbing if you really think about it, or if you think about it a little too long. Yeah, you should let it wash over you, and not let any of it inside. Try not to look too deeply into the void. Yeah. 
It's like Medusa. You can be around, but like, don't look her in the eyes. Flirt with the lady, but don't marry her. Yeah. If you if you watch it by yourself, it's 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 pretty scary. You don't you don't want to watch. Make and sure you have a pop hall with you. Or something. If you watch three three in a row, and you say the creator's name three times, he'll actually make a video about you the next time you watch. Do you guys, okay, speaking of YouTube, I, I think YouTube is one of the coolest things around these days, and it's also kind of a, I'll realize I've spent too, many, too much time on YouTube, mm -hmm. but then I'm really happy at the same time. Yeah, you're okay with so it, I'll, you're at My peace. question is like, it's okay, it's been a long day, you come home, and you're, you're like, I gotta watch something and you're like, do I want to watch TV, regular TV, Netflix, or whatever? And then you end up just watching YouTube. Do you ever, does that happen to y'all? Oh yeah, every, yes. every night. I don't have internet, <laughs> I don't have cable, so I watch YouTube on my phone. And you're satisfied, yeah, probably. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's... Okay, and if you're watching YouTube, like how long is the average video you watch? 10, 15 minutes? There's like entire documentaries on there if you're like looking for it. Well, see, that's the thing. I think, um, I don't know if it's because I'm an adult, but I think a lot of the stuff you find on the internet is, um, it's not like heavily produced, like, or it doesn't have a big production. Like, stuff you see like on network TV or even like somewhere on, on like network, Netflix. So you go to YouTube and it just, um, a lot of it is, like, reality, based in reality, you know, like, you're, it's like actual real people talking to you, you know, whatever, if you watch blogs, blogs or that sort of thing, but, like, I've grown so accustomed to that sort of format of entertainment that whenever I do watch something that's, like, a scripted TV show, even something like Rick and Morty, where it's, like, it just seems like this, this whole separate thing. I want to say that I'm, I've, I've outgrown it, but it's like, I feel like I'm being spoon fed. Like if I'm watching like something that's like been pre-written, pre-recorded, you know, taped like six months in advance. And then whenever it's finally broadcasted, it just seems so, I don't know. It just seems sort of, it just seems kind of fake in a way. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to sound pretentious, but it just seems like. A lot of the the content on the internet and, and YouTube just I'm with you, man. is like more like raw, I guess. Yeah. I hate that. I don't. I don't know. That. I don't really like using it's that great. word. It's more uh, homemade and authentic. <laughs> yeah, like made by authentic. Yeah, I guess that's what uh, the word I'm looking for. Yeah. What's weird is the ones that like get really big on YouTube and like get their own YouTube Red channel or whatever mm -hmm. are the ones that like format more like a TV show and seem kind of fake like all I, I keep you know every time you click on a video you get like a YouTube red like suggestion uh -huh. I never want to click on them because they seem lame I, I think I read earlier like on Twitter that it said I, I'm I hope I'm remembering this right I thought it said that their YouTube is gonna produce 50 new TV shows like in 2019 like kind of like Netflix they've already started yeah Vsauce He's got, He's got one. one. I like that guy. I actually don't know. I don't want to watch it, though. 
I, I haven't watched his stuff in the past year because ever since he left Vsauce and started doing his own thing, I don't like it as much. Oh. But Vsauce was, he kind of made like, I don't want to say science. I guess it was science. Weird. It was just kind of like any topic that's really interesting, he would just pick a topic and like tell you everything he could possibly research about it in like two weeks. And like... It was almost free association where it would, like, go into different parts of aspects of that thing. Like, one was, what would it look like if the moon was a disco ball? And That was and, one episode? Yeah. And they, like, got, like, a professional animator to show, like, the moon going over, like, in, through the sky. And it looked really cool. So, yeah, it was, like, really cool, but then he kind of left and started doing his own thing, and I kind of lost interest. But... I almost want to switch this to just doing stuff you've seen on YouTube, or, like... Tales, <laughs> it came from the internet. <laughs> yeah. I've seen uh, some pretty crazy stuff on YouTube. I, I have a recommendation that is similar to YouTube, and it's we've talked about it kind of in passing on this podcast, on our in our conversations before um but last time i recommended uh, fortnite to everybody <laughs> and i was surprised that you guys hadn't played it yet and then james was talking about watching this guy oh, ninja play on, ninja, on, on yeah, twitch on, on and the stuff. twitch and uh when he said that i think i'd seen maybe two videos of ninja and then i, I started watching a few more after he mentioned uh -oh. it and then uh I was like, what? wait, I need to try this Twitch thing out. So I got on there, and I'm like... Have your eyes been open to a whole about new world of the internet? Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one thing, okay. Jeff's a so my thing is now. Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of, it's kind of a similar a thing with... Uh, I, th I think James actually suggested that last time, though. Did you? Uh, no, I just talked about oh, Okay, you talked it. about it, though. Yeah. I mean, I talk I about it a lot, so I, I do watch Twitch quite a bit. So if you don't, if you're not familiar with Twitch, uh, I, I, I bet if you're younger than thirty-five, you know what it is, and if you're older, you might still know what it. I don't think my mom would know what it is yet, but anyway, yeah. it's basically a a streaming site where people play video games live, but it's it's expanded to. It's not just video games, which I thought, that's why I thought it was just people playing all these games all, all day. Mm -hmm. But I think in the last, maybe you probably know more about it than I do, but in the last well, year or uh, so, that it's expanded to like It, it got other bought stuff. by Amazon, uh -huh. so they started showing like other, they broadened the horizon, so to speak. Like I think the first big time it got any kind of notoriety for showing, um, not necessarily original <clears throat> content, but like... TV shows and stuff like that, they'll have marathons of things. And uh, right before the Power Rangers movie came out, like around a year ago, they had like a two-week-long or like a month-long marathon where they showed every single episode of the American version or the American Power Rangers. Not like the Super Sentai from Japan, but all the stuff with the American actors, you know, you know, like with Tommy and Billy and um, mm -hmm. what Kimberly, you know. Trini. It start, started out with the original season. 
And then it, and there's and like Cole knows all about this. Like there's how many seasons there were? Uh, there were? Uh, the original seasons? Or yeah, well the original the original show had 3. Well, I mean, but like yeah, but it's, all the, it's they're probably on I think they're on 25 now. Yeah. But they show like yeah, they showed all of them. Like I uh, think to like pretty much all the American version seasons of the show at that that point in time. But uh the funny thing about Twitch, you know this, it's that there's like a, there's the chat window where like you can type in and say whatever you yeah. want and like react to like the stuff that's happening on screen. And like, that's like the best way to like watch, like if you're by yourself, if you don't like, if you're not hanging out with your friends or whatever, but like, that's the best way to watch something cheesy like that. If you don't, if you're not oh, yeah, with your can. friends, you can just see people make stupid <laughs> or snide comments about the stuff that's happening on, on in the episode that you're watching. And it's usually like video game me- metaphors because it's a video game website. So like if somebody used a, like, like a monster or a kaiju attacked the Power Rangers. Like I remember one time I read somebody wrote, wrote down uh, he ulted or like he, uses his, he used his ultimate ability basically. That's like a video game turn. So it made me laugh really, really hard and I felt ashamed of myself because of <laughs> how hard I laughed at it. But it was like, ah, uh, video games. <laughs> Power Rangers and video games combined. It's almost like a live Reddit. Yeah. Where you just see the stream of yes. people like yeah. being the worst of mankind and yeah. the best at the same time. A lot of them are just parrots too. Like yeah. if somebody says like a line of dialogue, they'll just repeat it, you know? Or they'll add like a little emoji. They'll, yeah, they'll do like a meme version of whatever that person just said. They have so much. I think what I guess in my mind I was like, oh, it's probably just people playing games I've never heard of or whatever. And then I really like that guy Ninja that you're. Yeah, he 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 streams like twelve hours a day or something. Mm-hmm. That he's like. I have a prediction, and I, this is just my prediction. I think he's going to be like the first professional video game player to like host Saturday Night Live or something like that. Like he's mm-hmm. just like, especially amongst like young young people. He is like super famous. Nerds is cool now. But uh. I was gonna say that it's not uh, they don't they they have the IRL like in real life yeah. thing mm-hmm. and they have uh, like artists who will they'll you know they'll have the camera set up while they're painting something or they're drawing some picture and people can comment while they're doing it and they have they also have like musicians who will <clears throat> you know, like take requests or they'll play for like four hours on on the internet and uh, it's just pretty cool and and some some people they'll have. Like, nin- Ninja has, like, he'll have, like, you know, 18,000 people watching him or whatever. And then you go to watch another one, it's, like, 2,000. And then you watch another one, yeah. it's, like, 56 people or something like that. Yeah. That's about right. Um, do you guys remember Andy Milanakis? Yeah. Uh, he had that show on MTV, that sketch comedy show. Well, he's on Twitch now. Like, he's a full-time Twitch guy now. But he mainly does adventure vlogs. But he always goes to, like, these super dope countries. Like, he went to Japan. And um, I saw him go into, like, one of those restaurants where, like, the waitresses dress up like schoolgirls or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know some of them may or may not do risque things other than give you your food. But, like, he went inside one of those places. And, like, they were, first of all, they were, like, really weird about 
he was surprised he even got to go in there because normally they don't let cameras in. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I saw he was sitting down in this um, Japanese restaurant and it was like the most J-pop, like the most like chibi J-pop music was playing the entire time. Like in the restaurant, it was like pumping, like super, super loud. And like all the waitresses were acting like super, super cutesy and they were doing the, like the heart thing with their hands and things like that. But like, yeah, you can find stuff like that on there. And like he goes to like, that's like the main thing of his channel. Like he lives in LA. So like he walks around like on um, Sunset Boulevard and stuff like that on the weekends. And whenever he's not in LA, he's just going to random places like Japan. Like I think the last time I tuned in on there, he was in Greece. Like he was on like a bus in Greece and they were just, he was like driving by the, like I guess the Mediterranean Sea or something. It was on his left, but he was actually on the side of the bus where like the window faced the sea. But, like, uh, he was just probably heading somewhere awesome. And he has, like, a little streamer backpack to where, like, this, the signal is actually, like, like, super, super clear. So, like, he basically has, like, a walking Wi-Fi, like, attached wow. to his back, like, wherever he goes. Does he just do it from, like, a phone or something? Yeah, he, well, he has, like, he has, like, a selfie stick. And, like, he uses, like, a phone to, like, record himself and to, like, look at his chat or whatever. But, like, uh, he, he just has, like four or five I guess like routers in the in his back in his oh, backpack man. that like boosts the signal for his phone so he can stream. That's cool. What's his name again? Andy Milanakis. Okay. But, he's uh, got that Gary Coleman disease where he looks like a yeah. kid. He's like life. in his forties, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think he's the same age as my brother. He's like seven so he's like probably like forty two, forty three or something. Do you guys Watch Twitch, you too. I watched it when, like, James tipped me off on the Power Ranger thing. Yeah. So, like, when I was at work, I would tune in, like, when I was just doing, like, brainless work. Mm -hmm. I would watch some episodes here. Yeah, and there. it's good for that type of. And I've time. watched a couple of streams, just of video games, but I haven't really gotten into it or anything. Yeah. Do you? I just watched it once with the fellas when we watched an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they had a Doctor Who marathon. Not like the modern version, like the, the old one. Like the pre-2007 Doctor Who version of the show. 60s through the 80s, I think. Yeah. Did, did they have any... Did they stop in the 90s? There was like a... I think it was very early 90s, maybe. Like 91. Yeah. If they went that far. But, yeah. That's interesting about, like, the the routers in the backpack and the streamer backpack. Cause, I know, usually... Or, go ahead. Well, I always think, like, that technology is going to eventually merge with, like, um, drones and stuff. And, like, people will have their own, like, personal, like, social media drone that's just floating around them all the time. And Not me, I'll punch it. Yeah, Ron probably punch them all, but... It's so... I mean, this is kind of an obvious thing to say, but it's so strange to me that that's... Actually, people actually... That's their jobs, like, these days. Yeah. And some people... Some of the people make so much... They make good money from... From whatever they're... From Twitch or whatever. <clears throat> or just, like, viral videos and... Yeah. Of people, like... 
There's lots of uh, haul videos now where people will just go buy products and try them out and tell you what oh, yeah. they think of it. That's probably a good chunk of YouTube. Yep. All right. I should go. Do it. Do uh, well, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to recommend a restaurant. This Ooh. Is, um, is this a... Go ahead, say it. I want to ask. Oh, it's a... Well, it's, first of all, it's Korean barbecue. So if you've never had Korean barbecue, it's amazing. Um, I guess if a lot of your listeners are probably local... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I'll but, listen to. Well, it's, it's it's become really popular, so you can probably find if you're if you live next to like a major city, um, you could probably find one similar to this. But the one near to us, and I think there might be multiple locations, but it's called uh, Jin or Gen. Um, that's it, and it's Korean barbecue. Is it G E N? It's G E N, and um, what you do is. Um, I would say more people probably around here are probably familiar with Brazilian steakhouses. So it's, it's the same sort of formula, except uh, you cook the meat yourself. Like you sit down on the table and there's like a grill in front of you. It's like a gas grill and they light the grill and they put the pan down. And But you can get all sorts of like Asian spices and stuff added to whatever meat you're, you're eating. And you can eat like exotic things like octopus. And that's the sort of stuff that I get when I go there. Like, I'll get, like, them to bring out, like, raw octopus. So it's, like, literally, like, little baby octopuses with their heads chopped off so they're dead. So you're not killing them. You're not not burning them alive, at least. But, like, yeah, you eat it. And it it might not be for, like, the picky eaters or whatever. But um, if you're for the more adventurous people out there, it's amazing. And, of course, they have, like, more standard stuff there, too. Like, you can get steak. You can get chicken. I don't know if you get pork, but you can get, like, shrimp, things like that. But They had that, like, bacon stuff, right? Yeah. When we went. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. It's, like, my favorite place to eat around here. Like, I like it. I mean, I like Brazilian steakhouses, too, but, like, this is... I like it even more than that. It's it's great. Where is it? It's in... Um, there's, there's multiple locations that there might be one in Plano. But now the, the one that I go to is in Carrollton. And uh, it's, like, within this own little shopping district, which basically, I guess, like, Korean people or, like, Asian people have basically taken over. Like, everywhere you go in there, there's probably, like, an amazing place to eat at. Like, that's either, you know, Japanese food or, like, um, you know, I've already mentioned, like, Korean food. Um, But, like, there's probably, there's, like, a, there's, there's, like, a sushi bar you can go there and eat if you like sushi. But, like, I've, whenever I go there, I always go to the Korean barbecue place because that's... It's like so good. Yeah. It's like it would be if I wanted to try something else. It would be a really hard, tough decision to choose not to go back again every time I'm there because that again is just so great. I'm sure the, all the other places are amazing too, but uh, I, I love Gin so much that I'm I haven't bothered uh, giving the other places a try yet. But it's it's so good. It's like uh, it's like a buffet basically. Uh, they they give you like the menu, which basically has like a, like a bunch of meat listed on it, <laughs> and and you can order from that menu, and um, I I would say if you go and you try it, try to be as adventurous as possible, or as much as you're you know you be as brave as you possibly can, and try as many different things as you can. Don't order the same thing twice, um, and you'll have a great time. And they have all sorts of uh, 
And like they, of course, they give you like a bowl of rice to like eat with the uh, whatever you're eating, and then they have like a like a um, a bunch of different like sauces and like kimchi that you can dip your meat into. I try to always just eat the meat raw first to see if it tastes good by itself, and then if it just needs some extra flavor, which most of the time it doesn't. Most of the time it comes like pre-salted and pre-glazed with whatever delicious sauce they put on there. But um, yeah, but if it's for whatever reason, so like I, there was like one dish I got last time where whenever I dipped it in the sauce, I actually made it taste better. I think I got some intestines. Yeah, I dipped the intestines in it, and it was really, it was really good. Intestines of what? I think it was just, it might have been like cow intestines or something, but it's really, that's really, it's really, really fatty meat, and like, you cut it open, like, that's the other thing, like, they give you these large, like, slabs of meat, and you have, like, tongs, and you have a pair of scissors, so you're actually supposed to, like, spread it out flat, and then eventually start cutting up the meat with the scissors, it, yeah, I know it's not very uh, elegant a thing to do, but like, um, whenever... There are certain ways to prepare different types of meat. So with the intestines, you have to cut it up because uh, it's like a c cylinder type thing. You have to cut it up, and then you actually have to cut it um, on the inside so that it'll lay, it'll lay down flat. And when you lay down flat, all the all the fat inside of it will caramelize and like bake into the rest of the the meat better. So you don't you don't just want to eat like uncooked fat that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, you, you, if, the, if you're, if you're having trouble not knowing how to prepare a certain, uh, dish that's brought to you, the waitress will usually come by and be like, no, do it this way. And they'll, and they'll tell you why you, you do it that way. Cause it's a properly prepare the beat and taste it, make it taste better. And they'll slap your hand away. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. But, uh, no, it's great. It's awesome. I, I can't, I could talk about it all night. But, uh, no, as, uh, you're, as you're talking, I'm like, I'm glad I ate right before everybody <laughs> came over here. I'd be like, oh. I could go on and on and on. You can get, like, Asian beer there, Asian alcohol, or, you know, Korean, any kind of Korean um, spirit you can think of, probably. It's great. Um, okay, just before just before uh, everybody got here, I got on Twitter and wrote, like, we're, we're going to record a tastemaker podcast if anybody has any questions <laughs> for the podcast and uh toby your old roommate oh, oh toby. okay he responded and he said ask james if he does his cosby voice even more now that <laughs> cause got convicted ha, 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 ha. uh <laughs> no probably not <laughs> but uh the God dark doesn't want to do it the, the dark i do I, i'm not i'm always one to appreciate darker humor so like the more inappropriate it is, the funnier it is to me. So I love I love sending Cosby gifts now, which just take on a whole different <laughs> meaning, like text messages and stuff like that. It's did great. I, did I tell y'all how like I went to movie trading company to sell my three seasons of the Cosby Show? <laughs> did I did I guilt you into doing that? Because I remember coming no. to your house. And I was like the guilt was oh, there. I was like, oh sweet Cosby Show DVDs, cool. <laughs> the guilt was already there. You just pushed me over <laughs> the edge. With it, when you got there, were they like? 
oh, these are like worth so much more now. No, I pretty Here's much $100. just put them on there and just slowly slid them across the table and to the said, guy and, you said you were sorry. and said, just let me know and walked off. And just let me know. <laughs> they, they gave me $5 for it. <laughs> That's the dirtiest $5 you yeah. ever made. I took that, that $5 so... and promptly gave it to a homeless man. No, but I that, didn't. It was in store credit. I couldn't give it to anybody. <laughs> That's disappointing because that was a good show. It you? was a good show. It does the fact that he did those show, things doesn't make it not a good show. It just makes it harder to enjoy. Like Cosby was America's dad for like the longest time. Before, yeah. Even before Tom Hanks, it was Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was America's dad. He was my third dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ron, are you ready for your? Yeah. Hate to keep going down this rabbit hole, guys, but with the Cosby thing. Oh, shout out to Tobes, by the way. Yeah. He's I want to have him on here. Yeah, you should. I've talked to It'd him about funny. it. He said he's too shy to be on microphones. Uh, that guy, to- Toby, I trust his opinion more about movies yeah. than anybody yeah. else. I was going to say, he's, he's like, he's, Toby, he, he sees. He, Every movie. I met yeah. him through James because he was. James' roommate for a little while, and mm-hmm. that's when I met him. But he, he's, I th- he, I think he watches a movie like every day. Yeah, that's he, what he did. He back puts then. together no a joke. list of like the best movies of the year, like every year. Yeah, you'll, you'll, I'll, I'll, I'll go read on his website like where he lists those, and it's usually like my favorite movie of the year is like his number 17, <laughs> 17 and yeah. then I haven't seen any of the movies below that. Yeah, yeah you're way too mainstream. Some of my man. favorite movies I've ever seen that I still love today are the ones he's like really? the ones he's recommended to me or like shown me when I was younger. Yeah, uh, if he was on this podcast, I would just be he would just be recommending stuff I've never seen before yeah. and I'd be like, <laughs> one time in high school or it was after high school, I went to go hang out at his place. And he forgot he invited me over, and he wasn't there. And I ended up watching an entire movie with his dad. Really? Empire of the Sun. It was oh, yeah. some chill times. <laughs> Spielberg. Yeah. Just you and Nessie Just me sharing and, some popcorn. Me and Nessie chilling. And some is this family yeah. all, or is, is this family all really into movies, too? His dad loves movies. Seems like the yeah, I think were they, watching them yeah. when I was over, yeah. I don't think they're as like analytical about it as he is, but they're cultured people, though. Yeah, they listen to cool stuff, and yeah, cool. All right, let's bring this back down to some dark stuff. So, say you're a guy, and you're at work, and there's a door door you go through that people kind of bottleneck through. And you can't see the other side of that door, and you bump into a girl, and you step on her foot, and she says sorry. Yeah. That's your boyfriend and girlfriends now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how that works. (laughs) Does the music, does the song Kiss Me start playing by Ten Pence, None the Richer? (laughs) Because if that happens, then yes. But if she spurns you, it plays Why You Have to Make Things So Complicated by (laughs) Avril Lavigne. Wait, is this a... The way you said it, I didn't know if you were asking or if you were making a statement like, this is how it works. Yes. 
I know that's how it works, but <laughs> I just didn't know what you guys thought about it. I mean, it sounds like true. Whenever he was saying, <laughs> whenever he was saying that, the other two guys were just like crack, like I was looking over their elbow, <laughs> had their hands like over their mouths, like we're trying not to ruin the moment. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Like it's Ronnie's time to talk. Should not laugh over what Ronnie's saying. Have you guys bumped into girls? Yes, I do. Do you mean bump like, like <laughs> bump into them like, uh, like uh? We were coming through the door. Actually, bump like this guy bump, was coming through the doorway at the same time. <laughs> okay, so that reminds me. There's this really awkward, um, YouTube manager video? lady <laughs> that works at my office. She manages, like, a different department than me. But every once in a while, they need our help on stuff, because I'm, like, the graphic designer. But she's so awkward. Yeah. And she says so many weird things that I'm not sure ever how to react to her, other than just kind of, like, indifferent smiles, pretty much. Like, mm. I think she's sensing that I feel awkward around her, and then she's oh. compensating for it, too. And making it worse. Yeah. Because she bumped so, into you, but she knows you're married. And she's confused. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but... Oh. Like, one of the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she thinks she's... So, she'll, like, try and I'm make little jokes. Logic here. It's almost like an alien that doesn't understand human emotion trying to make a joke with you so like i was i think she for some reason thinks i don't like her because i don't know do you? maybe I, I don't dislike her i just i'm indifferent like she's fine mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> but like i was walking to the bathroom the other day and she's like oh, i wanted to show you something this is so funny and she like got her phone out and it was like a text message from another dude named cole and um she goes, I just thought it was funny y'all have the same last name. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I just walked back to my desk. Did she follow you in the parking garage to your car? No, we hardly. Menacingly. She only talks to me when she needs help on something. Oh, okay. And then to, earlier Sounds today, mental. I walked to the printer to get something. And yeah. she was already printing something out. And she said, sorry, it'll it'll be a little while I'm printing a, like... 30 pages or something. I think I'm halfway through. She was copying her butt. And uh, I go, oh, that's fine. If mine comes out after yours, just uh, just leave it here. And she's like, I don't know if it'll mix in with mine. I was like, no, mine's are 11 by 17. There's a bigger paper. And she's like, oh, that's my favorite size. <laughs> okay. And that's not even the most awkward thing she's ever said. Well, let's hear it. I can't remember the exact words. Oh, man. I, I, if I thought about it for a those while, maybe I could... Yeah. Those were pretty bad. Wait, is this one of your recommendations, Cole? Yeah. There's just to have an awkward... <laughs> the awkward lady at ...friend of me at, at work, you know? <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it makes things so interesting. I'll recommend that you have a coworker like this. You can experience what I experience <laughs> yeah. on a daily basis. But none of those things sound human to me. No. <laughs> like, That's her favorite size. <laughs> of paper? <laughs> yeah. 
Do you have a favorite? That's my question. Do you guys have a favorite size of paper? Man, eight and a half by. Tried and true. You're saying all this stuff, and I'm. You're like, she's got all these awkward opinions, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, crap, I've said all of this. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) but like that girl, if I was. But like you and me get along fine, you know. And sure, it's yeah. not weird when we talk. Yeah, he hates her. It's like she's trying so hard, oh. and maybe she she's has really lonely. Yeah, maybe I she's don't know. just nervous. And... Sounds like lonely. Lady. I'm she not trying like she's to be. Trying to be. I'm not trying to be mean, y'all. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. <laughs> I do things for her all the time at work. It's just, I don't know what to say when someone tells me that's their favorite paper size or shows me a text message with my name on it and doesn't show me any of the text. She covered up the text. This is what she can do. You need to print out a photo of yourself smiling and that her favorite size, the 11 by whatever it is, (laughs) and give it to her as a present. I I remembered that this is your favorite paper size. It's, it's your favorite. It's your favorite coworker. Well, yeah, on our birthday. Size or, of paper. Or I, I just take a screenshot of a text message that I send to myself, so it has Cole every text, <laughs> and I print that out on eleven by seventeen paper. Happy birthday! Yeah. Yeah. I love you, and I'm in love with you. <laughs> I, was I wish I could remember okay. the other one. Ron, Ronald, whenever you you said that I that thing, yeah. that was your like recommendation, and you said the thing where you if you bump into a coworker, then they're that's your girlfriend suddenly. But but you were reading it off your phone, so I was like, I was imagining you like a couple hours ago, like sitting there, like typing stuff, like, hmm. oh, this was good. This <laughs> yeah. is good. Is I that how, how it happened? Yeah. <laughs> So I have an, a, a real recommendation, if that's okay. I get, you know yes. what? I think I'll allow it. Okay. Got I, like it. How, I like how Ron is like, he started off with like kind of fake recommendations, then he did real recommendations, and now he's like back to... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the way that went down with, with me last time. He was going to do oh, fake the, ones. It was but... tame. I didn't like it. Ron doesn't like his own recommendations. Yeah, they're dumb. Um, Oh yeah, so we all know that I love Power Rangers, and it's never gonna end, (laughs) Um, but this series called, um, you probably don't know what it is, let's take that, this series called, it's a Super Sentai series called um, Chowdashi Bioman. Oh, I don't. And it's like from, I think it's from... The mid '80s, maybe. Me and James actually watched a few episodes. Before the man. Yeah. Yeah. The the villain's name is actually Doctor Man. (laughs) 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 And it's just like the costumes look really cool, and it's super cheesy. They all look like awesome action figures from the '80s, like like He-Man toys type stuff. It's like it's great. They're like helmets have like windows on the top that have like light up circuits inside and stuff so think power rangers mixed with like super 80s light shows and uh is this a current 
No, it's from like the 80s. Oh, oh you're right. Okay, you probably heard Yeah, it's a Sentai series that they didn't develop into an American series, so it's just oh, okay. Japanese. But you can find it subtitled, and it's really entertaining, like shot for shot. It's like more entertaining than any episode of Power Rangers. Like, they're pretty hardcore about that there, too. Like, I think halfway through the season, their Yellow Ranger dies. She just straight up gets lasered to death. And they have a funeral. And they bury her in her costume. During the series? Yeah, in the show. (laughs) Whoa. It's pretty heavy. What do you said that I just imagined? A bunch of assorted villains around her, just standing over her and just blasting her for like five minutes and it doesn't stop. That's kind of what happened. Like, they weren't standing over her, but they were just all shooting her. And she was just taking all these laser hits. And she just. Yeah. Yeah. Was it slow motion? Like. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it was like that scene in Robocop? Yeah. Except less gory, more sparks. Yeah. But. I recommend, if anybody loves Japanese culture and that kind of, like, anime... It's very anime-esque, the way they shoot it. Um, It's really entertaining to watch those. And you can find them on the internet. Pretty easy. I've noticed we have a lot of, like, anime-type... Or, like, uh, Japanese-type interests. Mm -hmm. I've noticed. Yeah. We've all Mm -hmm. done one. I think so now. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Wait, not you, Jeff. I'm not personally interested. In... <laughs> yeah. No, I... I, uh... Jeff, why I, thought, Japan? I talked about Japan, like, last time a little bit. Speak on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Are you still... I'm not trying to cut No. Oh. Uh, what did you think I was going to say? What? You said, oh, I know oh, what... that... I think you already said it, but that Power Rangers comic... Oh, yeah, I think I said oh, that last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still good. Still reading it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, uh, I'm actually, this is one, the first thing I thought of today, to rec- a thing to recommend, and I I thought that by now that uh, someone would have already said it, but maybe y'all haven't seen it. It's a TV show uh, on Netflix called Disenchantment. Mm. Have you not heard of it? No. Oh. Have you seen uh, The Simpsons? Oh, wait, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen the picture of it, like the okay, trailer. Okay. And I haven't watched it, though. Is it it's made by Matt those Greening, guys? Uh, oh. He, like, it's, uh, it's basically like, like he did Futurama. Yeah. And then uh, this is like the um, the fantasy version. Yeah. Or like the, uh, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, fantasy, medieval fantasy type story like it's like a castle and a, it's kind of it's kind of like a riff on game of thrones in, in, a, in yeah. some ways and like that type of genre but it's like what futurama is to science fiction like this is kind of to that yeah the the burgeonings fantasy genre that's so popular with the kids right now it's it's on uh netflix and it's they, they dropped like the 10 episode first season like mm. i think friday last friday and uh it's uh, I watched all of it like, right within the first couple of days, and uh, I would say it's if you if you liked if you like Futurama and uh, and fantasy, and if you were into that kind of stuff, you'd probably enjoy it. I don't think it was as good as Futurama yet. Just Futurama to me is like 
amazing. Like, it's, it's like one of the best shows ever. Which is like a high standard, like, to compare a show to. But uh, I thought it was really... Well, one of the I, main I like uh, criticisms I've heard of this because uh, when you think about The Simpsons and Futurama and like Matt Groening, like all of his shows have so many different characters. Mm-hmm. Like Simpsons has like like thousand, like a, probably like close to like a thousand characters in it. And uh, with this new show, I think they try to they don't slow down with that sort of thing. And I think they just they introduce like all these different characters like in the first episode. So it probably takes a while for a show like that to really, you know, get off the ground because they're they're doing so much so much world building and introducing you to all these different things that it, you know, that like the the narrative I guess suffers slightly. I haven't watched it yet, but that that's that's the only complaint I've heard. It's just like, um, yeah, people were having a hard time just absorbing all of it. You know. Yeah, it's uh one thing that's different is like. The Simpsons and Futurama are both like sitcoms in in a way where they they reset every pretty much each episode is like kind of just resets the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and this is more of like a serialized story. Like apparently, I read an interview with one of the uh, head writer guys, and he was saying that they've they have it kind of planned out for like five se- five or six seasons or something like mm-hmm. kind of what they're gonna do. And I think. Whenever it was picked up, it was picked up for 20 episodes. So it's, it is going to have another season at, at least. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it had more. And it, it, and it the uh, since it's serialized, it, it kind of takes your, I don't know, you're kind of following on the, the ongoing story a little bit. And then it near the, it's almost like it near the end, it starts to pick up a lot more like the last probably three episodes. And then, uh, then it's just over. You're like, oh, I wonder when the next. But uh, I don't know if y'all are into that kind of stuff. Is Futurama still cool. going? No. Okay. No. It got picked up again by like County Central, I think. Right. That was only for like two, maybe okay. three seasons or something. I know the answer to that. What is it? Okay. It aired for like <laughs> yeah. four or five seasons on Fox, right. and then it was canceled. But I know they. And then they back. made like these directed DVD movies four of them yeah. and each of the movies could be divided into four episodes mm-hmm. so a lot of people they say that's like the fifth season but anyway that generated all this in- extra interest and then comedy central brought it back and it ended up being four 13 episode seasons i believe okay. from, they they ordered it in two chunks i don't know i don't know why i would care about this type of information but no, that show's great. It's like... The Simpsons is like... Well, even like Futurama, like there's... I think you have to know more about the history of the show to sort of get everything. It does sort of reset or whatever, but like... Um, yeah, 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 you're right. But with Futurama, like... Um, I Every time I w- sat down and watched an episode and gave my full attention, I always thought it was really, really funny. But um, it was always like intimidating coming in and watching it like mid-season or whatever because they might they do have like some arcs that are episodes that tie into one another and there's like probably a lot more two-part episodes in Futurama than there is The Simpsons yeah 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 um, yeah you're right but um 
Yeah, no, I'm, I know. I want to watch that. The new one. The Dis- Disenchanted? That's what it's called? It's called Disenchantment. Disenchantment. Yeah, I just... Uh, I hadn't, like, uh, remembered to sit down and watch it yet, but that show's probably... I'll probably watch it maybe within, like... When I, when I do decide to watch, I'll probably watch it, like, maybe in, like, two days or something. Yeah, that's real... It'll go quick. Yeah. Can I drop some truth on you guys right now? Is this a safe place? Absolutely. Do you want me to keep recording? Yeah. Okay. The audience has to hear this. I've never actually watched Future Rock. <gasps> Oh my god. You haven't? Yeah. It just never been happened. Like sci-fi. I think it's I think it came along after I was very sour on Simpsons. Yeah. And then I just didn't care. But then and since then like I've heard so many people say good things about it that I've always meant to go back and watch it, but I just haven't been able to make myself do it. I think when it first started like I watched the first couple episodes and it I didn't stick with it. And then, like, yeah. a few years later, uh, I remember wor- I was working with this guy, and he just was talking about, he'd talk about Futurama, like, all the time, and it was always, like, hilarious. Like, every story he told, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And so I went back and started watching it, and that, yeah. then I, like, went and bought all the DVDs, and, like, it's it's really, really, like, the people who make that show, the writers and everything, are, like, ridiculously smart. Like, they're, they've come up with, like, like... Like there, I know one of the writers. I don't remember his name, but he has like a. They're all like Harvard graduates and stuff. And this is guy it, is it written by the cast of Big Bang Theory, basically, but in real life. Kind, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's that type of, like this is one guy. He he's got like a PhD and like some like advanced mathematics kind of thing, and he he created like some fancy algorithm. equation algorithm yeah. thing to to make a a story part of a story in an episode makes sense or something like he went through and tested it and all it was like i don't even i'm not even explaining it you see that kind of stuff makes me want to watch it like it's it's really like it's it's really smart in a way where like i would i mean it's it's really funny like it's really really funny but it's like uh it's it's kind of show you watch and you get excited because you're like, I'm going to like learn some stuff and I'm probably going <laughs> to laugh a lot at the same time. Would you say that the writing in Futurama, like the stories themselves are actually better than a lot of modern science fiction television shows? I, I think that's one thing I really like about the show is I think they, I mean, it's, it's kind of a spoof, but it's also done so well that, uh, if they it works as a science fiction story. If you like sci-fi, if you took all the jokes out, it would be like yeah. a, just a solid science fiction story. Yeah, and what I li- one thing I like too is it's so creative that like the episodes could be about something really mundane and kind of just at their like Planet Express. Uh, like they all work at this. Now we're talking about Futurama a lot, but you know they're just at their job. Mm-hmm. Or wherever they, they're where they work, they deliver stuff like throughout the galaxy or whatever. And then, then the next episode, they're like on some other planet and they're meeting this whole other alien race, and it's this whole like Planet of the Apes type story or something. So or it's they, the best of every world, like of science fiction. Like it just plays around with the. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, I mean it's that. I mean, if you if you've ever seen Futurama, like. And you like science fiction? I mean, I've caught parts of episodes, but yeah. like I've never sat and watched. It's, it's really 
good. <laughs> Gucci man has a Bart Simpson necklace. This is straight from the heart. If we were if we were further along, I would have like cut it off right right there. <laughs> <laughs> what did we have done last time? Oh yeah. I forgot. It was, it was Roseanne something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's your turn. My turn. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I guess I'm going to talk about Neil Breen. Um, when me oh, oh, yeah. and my fellow compadres get together, we like to watch trash movies. I'm sure <clears throat> oh, yeah. whoever's listening to this movie, or sorry, whoever's listening to this show, not this movie, uh, has probably heard of The Room, or maybe Troll 2. Uh, those are the probably the most uh, famous movies within that genre. But um, if you saw The Disaster Artist, or you can't get enough of Tommy Wiseau, I would highly recommend that you Google Neil Breen. And, because uh, he has... How do you spell his last name? Uh, I Googled it earlier. Let me see here. I still have it here. Um... He sounds like a Simpsons character. <laughs> no, it sounds like Neil You're right, Green. James. It sounds like a name from Tim and Eric. Yeah, it's a Tim yeah. and Eric character. He looks <laughs> like somebody yeah. that's on Tim and Eric. Uh, it's first name Neil. Where however you spell Neil, it's no different. Uh, and then his last name is B R E E N. Neil Green. <laughs> and uh, you can probably just watch the trailers, and that might be enough. But if you really want to get deep. Uh, take a deep dive. I would suggest you watch Fateful Findings, the first. That's like the one that he's most famous well, for. We, I think it's better to like to give people an idea. The backstory you told us, like he's like a contractor or construction oh, yeah. worker or something. So he's um and is is like he does he makes independent films almost like a hobby. Like that's his passion. But he's an art. His his main profession is that he's an architect. And I guess he makes a lot of money architecting, or, you know, big contracts and whatnot, that he finances his own movies. Hmm. And he's been doing this ever since, oh man, 2007, I'm, I'm, quick Google search, I'm saying, I'm seeing 2007, but Faithful Finding came out in 2013. But like, he probably makes a movie like every <laughs> other year. On average, I'd say. And he's been doing this since, like, the early aughts. And it's, like, all the characters are basically... They just seem like people he works with that he convinced to be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Or they look like they've done softcore pornography and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or regular pornography. But, um... And, like, yeah, it's, it's just... It's, if you know if you know what I mean by trash film, it's just people that can't act, like giving, like this wooden performance and like the most mundane dialogue that makes no sense. Yeah, it, it's like if aliens like observed human culture and they tried to make a movie of what their interpretation of what <laughs> humans do in their everyday lives, and they filmed it, like that's that's like Neil Breen is like an alien basically. A lot of people made that comparison, like with like Tommy Wiseau and whatnot, but it's yeah. the same thing. So like, if you can't, but the only thing is Tommy Wiseau, only he's like made the room and that's about it. But he's made some other movies, but like, 
it's usually like he starred in other movies, like he didn't make it himself, but Neil Breen is much more prolific than um, Tom Wiseau. Where but do you watch these? You can watch them on, you can actually watch Faithful Findings on YouTube. I think we paid like three, you paid like three dollars or something for it. No, but you can pay three dollars. Yeah. But of course you can download it through various means. Yeah, it's on the internet. Um, Easily findable. But like if quick, you know, solution, you can go on YouTube and I think you can actually pay with like your Google account and, and watch it on YouTube. Apparently that's a new thing yeah. before you had to, you had to mail him. And yeah, he would mail you a VHS copy. Yeah, or VHS. a CD. Yeah, or a DVD or whatever. That yeah, that's how most independent filmmakers are. Yeah, like, we were talking about the room earlier before we started recording, and like that's how Tommy Wiseau was. Like yeah, but now like the room's so popular, it's like everywhere. It's widely distributed. You know, you can either get it legitimately or otherwise. But like, with these small independent filmmakers, they want you to either go to their website. And like email them or like pay for them themselves, pay for a copy yourselves, like a, D- a DVD. And I remember, whenever I heard about it, the guy talking about it said his friend wanted to watch it and he wanted he wanted to get a copy of it. And it literally was like Neil Breen like like burned the movie onto a DVD disc, like a standard like C whatever DVR type thing, and like gave it to him. So it was like a like. It didn't have like a label. It was just like a standard case with like a like a blank DVD in it. A jewel case. And, and then, whenever <laughs> he he put it into his DVD player, it was the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, like that's that's the guy like we're talking about. You know, it's just like very eccentric kind of. You know, and sp- he plays a hacker. Yeah. In this movie. <laughs> but, yeah. That's the funny part. Um. Definitely watch the trailer for Faithful Findings, and like his latest movie comes out this year. It has a 2018 release date. It's called Twisted Pair. Like that trailer is like, it's so yeah, good. Yeah. It's like, it's 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 the best. Um, Did you know if you go to Tom, Tommy Wiseau's uh, website, you can buy? He makes underwear. You can buy. Oh, uh, I do, and my buddy got him, and he got. <laughs> um, he has it in his bathroom he sent a headshot signed with the underwear awesome i mean that guy's done pretty well like with uh you know making a movie that's awful or t- technically awful. yeah he really he's made, made a business that out was of the it. goldilocks zone for him to succeed yeah and he hit it perfectly it's so odd because it's like if you read the book and watch the the disaster artist it's kind of like someone who just wants to be loved basically and he's pretty well loved now i guess yeah yeah that's it, it it's uh <laughs> trash films are awesome i love watching them when they're when there's it's so bad it's it's good you know it's like it's, it's something it's very very special when something like that happens where something's really really bad but it's also somehow watchable. Like, we watched... We were struggling for a little bit. It's not quite as good as The Room. Yeah. But there there are some great moments that are worth sitting sitting through the whole thing for. He definitely gets lost in his own movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to where, like, 
in the in the third act, you're like, I kind of want this to be over. Yeah. You can tell he kind of, he, yeah, he got lost. Like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm not even going to give him that. That movie was one act. Yeah. There was That he stretched that into stuff. three. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he kind of gets caught up in, wait, do they know this yet? Does the audience know this yet? Oh, I forgot. Oh, okay. And, like, <laughs> it's a lot of repeating themes and weird random things the best part is there's some love making scenes and they don't they don't get dirty or anything but it, it is honestly like james said some aliens trying to portray humans making love that and being affectionate that because, scene may very well be his first time yeah. to touch a lady i don't know if it's because he's in front of a camera or if he's Maybe, actually yeah. never had that experience and that's like his ideal of it but yeah it's probably one of the best parts is whenever there's some of that going on because it's just like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. I think the thing that hurts it the most and um, people, I keep going back to the room, but people compare, the, they talk, when they talk about the room, they say like there's these storylines that go nowhere, but with the room, it's like so much more watchable that it doesn't matter as much, but with this movie, it's like they really... These storylines absolutely have nothing to do with like the main plot of the movie, and oh, like yeah. the, some of the scenes just go on like a little too long, to where it's like, okay, what happened to the thing? What what's the what is the point of this movie? Like there's <laughs> there's like all these different ideas, and they they don't, you know, solidify to anything meaningful, you know. Um, it's great. I read the screenplay of To the Room, like it's on on the internet, and. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. Because if you read other screenplays, you kind of get like how how people set up scenes, like in the uh, scene directions and everything. Yeah. And it's just he's just like night. Uh, uh, these guys are like in the living room and like they're real pet mad at each other and then the, and they just Is start talking. Scene direction. In yeah. The script? It's really it's really funny. Like I mean, if you like the movies. And it's. I think they changed some stuff. Okay, I've seen parts of the room, but I've never seen the whole thing. Is there a part where Tommy turns into like a vampire and like flies away? No, no but he. Okay, in he the screenplay hints, there is a scene. Whoa, like, I think really? they cut that part out. He hints like in the book they kind of talk about how Heath's had a vampire movie idea that he wanted to do. <laughs> so awesome. that makes I didn't sense. Know that. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty funny. By the way, I don't know if we recommended this before, but if you listen to the audiobook of The Disaster Artist, yeah. it's his buddy that wrote it. Uh-huh. That's uh, Greg, Greg, Greg Sistero. Yeah. And he does a perfect impression of Tommy. Oh, really? Yeah, and he, like, their back and forth throughout the whole book is hilarious. Yeah, please don't ever read that book. Listen to it. Yeah, listen to Ten it. Ten times better. It's just as funny as watching the the movie Disaster Artist. <laughs> I kind of like if, his Tommy better than yeah. Tommy's Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are, have we gone twice around? I think so. That concluded the second round. Okay, yeah. and we go three times. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. sure. I got that sure wrong. Show, I got man. that wrong before because we're at about an hour and a half. Okay. Whatever but, you want. Uh, let's do a speed let's round. Let's do one more yeah. speed round. We call it a speed round. But the daily double. All right. 
Whose turn is it? Mine. Uh, I'm going to stay on the movies track. Um, so, I like the Universal Monsters a lot. Like the... Like that, the mummy that just came out, I got super pumped about. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was I liked that movie a lot actually. Really? It, yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> but I, I, I we, liked we it. We had a good time. Yeah. It was it. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I was hoping they would have kept that going, but that just self imploded. Yeah, it, it died immediately. I blame Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking though, like that. So that was the mummy. And I was thinking about it. In real life, they're already dead and like stinky. Mummies. Yeah, like do they, they smell look, though? They have to, right? They're very, very old they're, body. They're, they're, they're like cleaned and disemboweled though. Uh, I don't know. They probably do. I guess it depends on what state the carcass is in. What are you getting at? <laughs> I don't know. Where are we going with this? They're already really, really, really bad. Like, mommies are already stinky and scary. Mommies. And then when they get up and they're walking, too. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's too scary. Too scared. <laughs> I don't... I haven't seen that movie, but is there a walking mommy in it? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's walking. All right. Oh, yeah. I think I saw the trailer. I think she was... She, like, I like she that, probably was walking. I like that Ron had started out like you kind of had a thing. <laughs> and then you didn't have, you didn't, you just, you, you did a fake out. You pretended like you were going to do the thing. Cole right. was on to me. As soon as you said mommy, I was on to you. <laughs> I thought everyone glossed over it. Okay. I heard you say that and I, I, I thought, what? But it is too scary though, right? <laughs> <laughs> do you okay we need you, a response jeff he asked you a question like werewolves uh-huh. is just scary because it's a woman a man and a wolf and like vampires is scary because they're tommy was those but like something that's already dead walking too the mummies have <laughs> like like a zombie is gonna eat you, and it's just walking. It's dead, and it's walking around. If it's I didn't watch that zombie that that mommy show. That's a good question. Like, do There's... mommies do anything? Do they just walk around? Not all zombies are are yeah. mommies, but all mommies are zombies, right? That's why I never watched Walking Dead. There's too many mommies. You're like they're walking around. <laughs> <laughs> they probably stink. I don't. What are mummies? What are what are mummies trying to accomplish? I think mummies are have they have a curse on them. Okay. Where they're like, if you disturb whatever their grave, they like have to kill you. Yeah, they they punish you. Zombies just want to eat. I guess. Zombies have no goal other than brains. They want. I know zombies don't always work the same, or different. Shows and movies, and they have different roles, kind of. I mean, Which segues me into my last. Okay. Is Ron? Do you feel? Did you break? <laughs> I couldn't remember the next word I was gonna do. What suggestion? Yeah. That was done. Okay. So, 
I'm listening to the audiobook of World War Z. Oh, okay. It's really, really good. Like, the movie is a trash heap on top of a meteor headed straight for the sun compared to the book. I would even call the book a masterwork. Like, it's really good. Like, this dude did his homework. It reads like, uh... What are you doing, Jeff? <laughs> I was looking... I was looking at James, and he's over there nodding like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like <laughs> it's actually written by Max Brooks, son of uh, Mel Brooks. Oh. He, oh, really? He's an author. And, uh, oh, I didn't know that. He did a ton of research to get this stuff right. Like, he every chapter, it's like the format, it's after zombies have washed over the globe, and the earth had to pretty much deal with it. Like, every country had to do it in its own way. And it's after they've kind of gotten a handle on it. And this guy, I guess he's a journalist, decides to go around and collect stories from people from all over the world who were, you know, involved in either stopping it or what have you. So, like, every chapter is a a different person from a different part of the world. Telling you their story oh. and like encounters and stuff. I love that. And it's style. really smart. Like he, like he, like did research on like pandemics and stuff. Because like in the book, there's this thing called there's this part where it starts happening. Like the dead start rising, and people try to like governments try to suppress it, like and keep people from panicking. And then they had this great panic where everyone realizes it's really happening yeah. and freaks out. And then there was like all these laws that like, and countermeasures people tried to interact, like enact. And it's just really interesting. So I would recommend it. Uh, I have not seen the movie. It did. Are they make, did they make a sequel or? I feel like I've heard them talk about a sequel. Or... I don't. I heard that they were going to do a sequel. W- with the stuff that's in the book, they could make endless sequels. Oh, really? Because, like, it's just so many facets of one story. Like, it, if they were going to do it, they should have done a miniseries, like, on HBO. Oh, okay. Because they could have done it really good. Like, this one... The movie, they were just like, Hey, there's... Let's make the zombies running and crazy roids. And that's okay. scary. And it's all over the world. And Brad Pitt. But I heard in, they changed the like third act of the movie like at the last minute or something. I'm sure they did. There's no main character in the book. It's like a different... Oh, okay. It's a different perspective of every chapter. So you uh, kind of yeah. like get the story in chunks from different sides. That would have been So you know what the, the U.S. Yeah. did... Yeah. And then you know what Russia did, and you know what the Middle East did. Just wow. through everyone's different stories. It's really interesting. It's, so, it's a novel, or is it like a graphic novel? Or? No, it's just a... Yeah, it's just a novel. Oh, okay. And, like, I'm actually listening to it on YouTube. Like, you can find it on oh, free, it, the audiobooks. There's a good episode of The Nerdist where he has Max Brooks on there about a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And that's a good episode because he, he's a really sharp, smart guy. And then also the the funny stories he tells about like his dad, his yeah. dad. And, oh yeah, but and uh, I didn't Paul, realize it was Mel Brooks. Yeah, 
you can tell the way he talks, he kind of just like, yeah, he's my dad. Like, <laughs> He's been trying to get out of his shadow, right. probably. Because he's definitely not like the same demeanor as his dad. Because his dad's just like a comedian uh-huh. guy, you know, always on. Yeah. And Max is kind of like a toned down kind of... Like, he's still kind of a funny guy, but he's not anything like... Yeah. Yeah. And this uh-huh. the, the funny stories he tells about his dad and Carl Reiner every night... They hang yeah, out yeah. and watch a movie. He said they fall asleep, yell at each other, and watch a movie. <laughs> Best they have an uh, <laughs> episode of Comedians in Cars drinking oh, okay. coffee that where he Jerry Seinfeld goes over there and like hangs out with them. Oh, awesome. That, it's, that's a really cool episode, too, or thing to watch. The uh, story I heard is like apparently um, Max, that's his name, Max Brooks? Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his son, so Mel Brooks' grandson, like um, he they they he he actually pitches movies to his his grandfather and like, he loves <laughs> awesome. them. Like he thinks they're like the best ideas <laughs> in the world. That's so, great. So maybe like ten fifteen years from now we'll get like a miniature or a mini Mel Brooks and he'll. Oh, I hope so. That would be we'll awesome. Have, we'll have like twenty years of awesome movies. I'm generally gonna be bummed when he passes away because yeah. he's up there. It skips a generation. It's like comedy, then yeah. <laughs> prolific author, then another comedy. I mean, understandably, he wants to separate himself from that. Though, yeah. Because I would, too, if that was my dad. <laughs> and but then his, like, his son is like trying like to seconds, separate himself you? from the yeah. like, zombie stuff. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> his dad makes him... A wacky zombie a wacky. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it really doesn't have anything to do with like comedy or anything it's like totally serious and the thing that's cool about the audiobook is they got like a top-notch cast to read each chapter's done a different is done by a different oh, actor cool. Cool. Wow. so like one was like nathan fillion did a chapter he was wow. like a soldier and one was i realized it halfway through the chapter i was like who i know this voice and it was uh mark hamill oh really yeah wow. i think he was like a war general or something and like You'll just recognize voices throughout. One was this Chinese actor. I can't remember his name, but I've seen him in a lot of things. Like, did you guys ever see the Enter the Dragon movie from the 90s? Yeah, I was just thinking about that today. Do you remember the dad? You can always have a dishwasher. A dishwasher. (laughs) His father, in the beginning, he reads a chapter, like, as a a Chinese patriot, like, talking about what they did in China. That's cool. Wow. It's really interesting, and I, I recommend it. I can send you guys the link to the YouTube audiobook if you want to listen to it. Um, okay, I'm trying to decide between two of these, and I think there's one that I think y'all would maybe more get more out of it, or maybe. But uh, and it, I feel like I talked about this maybe in the first one, but I can't remember if I did. I can y'all tell me. Did I talk about Canopy? No. Have I? Okay. Are you trying to say cannabis? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, make Jeff squirm. Um. Uh. It, Canopy is a. It's like a streaming service, um, like Netflix or or a Hulu or whatever. But it, it's. It, oh, I think it's I like have a, heard of that. Yeah. It's connected to libraries like you you can use it's it's a free service if you have a library card and your library is a a member of it 
And uh, I have a North Richland Hills library card. And they're, they're one of the libraries that uses it. And they have like tons and tons of movies. And a lot of it is uh, kind of smaller movies, like independent movies or foreign movies. Or they have a lot of Criterion collection oh, movies cool. and stuff. And uh, I think it's like, I think each library that does it decides like how many movies you can watch per month. I think for North Richland Hills, it's uh, 10 per month or something like that. But uh, they do audiobooks too, or is it just. It's mostly movies, and they have uh, like a bunch of documentaries, and um, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's, I would say if you're looking for like, you know, Infinity War, it's probably not going to be on there. Yeah. But it's a lot of, Documentaries and yeah, I, I think. Well, you mentioned when when you were talking to Tobias, to about Tobias, uh, about Truffaut or something. Or did, am I thinking of? Something? I'm thinking of something. Oh, okay, I have a book over there called Hitchcock and Truffaut, and there's Francois Truffaut. Anyway, they made a documentary about. It, they, they they like interviewed each other, and they. I guess they made a documentary about the, the, with the audio tapes, and they kind of edited it together. It came out a few years ago, and uh, that movie's on Canopy. But uh, I don't know. They have a lot of cool stuff. So and like it's free. Werner Herzog documentaries yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. I yeah. love that stuff. Errol Morris, or I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, y'all would probably like it. So, do they, like, mail it to you, or do you just physically go down there and pick up? It's like a... Or is it... It's streaming. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's just through your library, I and guess? There's a... Uh, you can go to the website, or there's there they have apps, like an iPhone app, or Android, and, like, mm-hmm. tablets, and uh, this is it. So, as long as, you have, as long as you have a library card, you link your library card, and you can get access to it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like a Walkman. Here, I'll, this is like kind of the front page. Just kind of scroll around. Oh, it's like iTunes. Yeah, kind of. It's, I mean, it works like Netflix or something. I mean, you just kind of scroll around. It has like categories and kind of like yeah, a like walk iTunes, in. like iTunes, like a, yeah, but you like don't have to pay. Like an iPod. Walkman. Oh yeah. But it's cool. I mean, if you have a. Library card. Man, they have everything on there. That's cool. Pickle. It's kind of like... Metropolis, cool. No. Yeah, it's kind of like Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Just scrolling through Facebook. No, I don't know if he... (laughs) I'm like handed in the computer. I'm like, here, I I don't know if he wanted to scroll through them or not, but... If you get an idea of what what's on there, well, it looks like there's like shrinking in terms of like content like this. Like it's mostly just original Netflix stuff. It looked and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah. I know what you mean. It uh, looked like there was a Laurel and Hardy one in there. Did you want to look in there? Yeah, okay. I'll take a look. <clears throat> That'll be great for the viewers. Us just silently looking through canopy. Mm-hmm. Or listeners, I guess. I'll, the next well, that's how you do go. a recommendation. 
<laughs> Next person can go while I look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if someone's listening to this and they're they like movies like that, then you might like no, it's not. this service canopy. All right. Yeah. Good. Okay. What? What? My last thing. What am I going to talk about? Bring us home, James. Well, we've already talked about stuff we can watch. I guess I'll just do one of my patented video game recommendations. Um, and I guess since I'm in your house, Jeff, I'm in your room, I will recommend a Switch game that you Ooh. might like. <laughs> have you heard about this game called Octopath Traveler? Yeah, I have. Yes, sir. So do you, you, know, what, you know what it is? You know what it's about? It's a... Do you have any JRPG. Yeah? Uh, and it's... It looks cool from the pictures I've seen of it. I don't... I don't know a, a whole lot of that. Uh, for the layman, what's a JRPG? Japanese role-playing game. Thank you. But in the traditional sense, it's the turn-based kind. So yeah. like the classic Final Fantasy games from the 90s and the late 80s so that's basically what octopath traveler does is that if you were if you loved playing games like final fantasy 6 which which i think was final fantasy 3 for us here um it's very much in, it's very much the spiritual reimagining of games like that things games like chrono trigger um just the old classic SNS uh like pixel art style uh, where you have like your four heroes on your team, and you have turn-based battles, and each one has their own strengths and abilities based upon what class or role you have chosen for them, and it does have like a job system. So like every character, playable character, there's eight of them because it's Octopath, right? Octo for eight. Each character can have like a <laughs> their main job, and then they can have a secondary job that you can choose to do. Um. But, like, the main story of the game is that it's actually just a bunch of mini-stories mini that kind of tie into each other. That's one of the complaints that people have about the game. They, they feel like there needs to be more, like, uh, interspersing, like, storylines or whatever. But you pick your main character, and you do, like, his, his or her intro story. Mm -hmm. And then you uh, start out in your, in, your introductory town. And then you kind of make your way around the map, and you you gradually meet all the other, the the remaining seven characters one by one by one. And it's up to you how you want to explore or which characters you want to meet first. Or it's like, oh well, I started out with the wizard. Maybe I want to go and have go get the healer, and the healer's over here. So I'll I'll make my way over to that part of the map and do it that way. Or if it's like, oh, I started as the rogue, um, I want to go and meet up with the warrior character. And then, so I can have, those will be like my first few characters, that sort of thing. Um, there is, um, like a late game, like you go through like a series of dungeon dungeons, basically. Like each story is like, a, it's only like miniature dungeon. But like the final dungeon does sort of tie everything together loosely. But it's it's really really fun. I mean, like if you, if you if you liked if you grew up playing those games, I personally didn't. I kind of got into that stuff later on, as like an adult. But um, it's got all the nostalgia you'll need 
Especially, especially like I said, if you love playing Final Fantasy VI, um, it's very much in the same vein as that. Um, and it's it's a good time. Especially, like, I think games like that on the Switch translate the best because yeah, uh, whenever you're in, like, handheld mode, like, you don't have very... Like, the controls can be, like, a little less than precise, you know, because like, the buttons are so small. But when you're playing, like, a... I think something that's turn-based, all it is is just like a series of like commands, like a menus that you have to scroll through. So it's it can it works really well either both in handheld mode or in docked mode, um, as opposed to like playing like an action game like Bayonetta can be kind of hard. Like if you're playing in a, on in portable mode, you know, sort of thing, because you have to have the quick reflexes and quick button timing, but. Whenever it's turn-based, you can take all the time you need, and it doesn't diminish the experience at all. So, uh, but yeah, that's basically it. I haven't played a whole lot of like role-play uh, video games, other than I think Earthbound was maybe the only one. But yeah. I've been like, I really want to get. I haven't. You may already have one of these things, but. I want to get some of those, uh, like the Super Nintendo Classic thing and the yeah. Nintendo Classic. And they have um, a bunch... Oh, they have those... Like, uh, the Super Nintendo one has Final Fantasy 3 yeah. or 6. If uh, then, uh, if you want it just for that, it's great. Um, I got mine knowing that... So, it's probably going to get unlocked eventually. Because uh-huh. people are already talking about it. But nowadays, it's a lot harder to mod it. Because I think they actually changed up the hardware. I don't think they have as... The newer models have as much memory on there. So you oh. can't dump a whole lot of like extra games on there, and you can Google how to find out. If you get one, you can Google how to find out how to do it. But not only that, but Nintendo has had like a major backlash against ROMs because the yeah. legality of them has always been kind of like in a gray area because they've been around for so long, and sometimes some of these games you can't even get access to like the hardware anymore, like the cartridges. Right. They're like super hard to find. Because, like, they've been bought up by collectors or people that just have them, you know, on shelves in their houses and they don't ever play them. Um, but a lot of the sites that you download these games from, they're called mom, they're called ROMs, are, they're being taken down. And, like, one of the major ones that, they're, like, I think two websites actually got sued by Nintendo. And then, like, another one that wasn't even part of that lawsuit preemptively took their website down out of fear that they would get sued as well. And I mean, it, they have... Nintendo has the right to... Yeah. It's their copyright. intellectual property, but, like, uh, some of these ROMs for these games, like, the game studios don't even exist anymore. So that's where right. I'm talking about, like, the, the legality is, like, kind of gray. Because, like, you can't <laughs> even... There's no way you can even get these games, like, even, like, on the... Um, some of these games, like you can't even buy them, like on the hypothetical um, digital download service that Nintendo would provide. You, they would, right. they would never even be on that to begin with. So, I have, I feel like I have a long story to talk, tell about this kind of stuff, but I think we're nearing the end of this. I don't know. If, but basically, I, I I haven't really experimented with that too much. Yeah. But then uh, a few months ago. I was like, 
I'm gonna look into this and just see what's going on here. And I like, I found, I did some research and I found like a good uh, emulator that was like recommended. And mm-hmm. so I downloaded that. Now. And I think the emulator itself, which is like the, the, the program that plays the ROMs, yeah, those are not illegal, I don't think. No, that, that, that's just, that software is not inherently illegal. It's just having the files. Yeah, and are, then you can download the, uh, the different game, the ROMs and the games, and uh, I, okay, I, I put it on my computer, and uh, I was, I was trying to see if I could have like an old, Wii U Pro controller, and I was like, can I connect this to the, my computer? Because I never thought if I could, mm-hmm. and it ended up working with that emulator, yeah. and then I, downloaded like, Super Mario Brothers and Zelda or whatever, and in my mind I was like, it's probably gonna play all weird, like it's not gonna be the same. And it played like perfectly, and there was probably for like thirty minutes or an hour. I was like, "This is amazing! Like, I, mm. this is awesome." And then, then I started feeling kind of guilty about it, and I started. I got like started reading. Like, I went on like Nintendo's website and read like their kind of stuff. And I know people have different opinions about intellectual property and downloading stuff on the off the internet. Like, I know these days everybody has different opinions mm-hmm. about that kind of stuff. I think because I. Because I make stuff, I, I get the idea of, of if you create a thing mm-hmm. and that's kind of your vocation or your job and people are just taking it for free because once it's on the internet, it's well, dupli- you can duplicate it like infinitely and so people can just take it. The internet is a giant virus. I, I try not to think about it first of all, <laughs> but I'd be curious to wonder whether or not the game developers themselves actually get a cut of that, or if it all just goes to Nintendo. Because if it all just yeah. goes to Nintendo, I buy Nintendo games all the time. I support yeah. the company. I'm not gonna buy Super Mario World for like the twelfth time. I'm sorry, I've done that already. I bought the game multiple times already, so I don't feel like I owe them anything. <clears throat> and you mentioned like the the games that haven't been out for yeah years and years. Yeah, or, like or... published by companies that. Or no longer exist. So, but they're on. They that, were that's on. the kind of thing I probably wouldn't feel as as guilty about. Yeah. I think I don't know. I was just like, I know I've bought this like five times, but I, personally, I just didn't feel right about it. I've got a weird angle on it. I support the ROMs because they had people that were just volunteering their time and trans translating like the Japanese only titles. Yeah. They never oh. ever were going to release here because I loved Secret of Mana a lot. Mm-hmm. And they had that was a long 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 series and that's all we got here in the states. So like Yeah, that that, that uh yeah. So like that kind of stuff. Like Yeah, in yeah. the uh like the mod the modded versions of the games mm-hmm. where they like make yeah, I, that I have, kind of stuff I don't feel weird I've about. I've modded my both my NES and SNES classic and I've and I try to put stuff like that on there. Just like there's this game called Holy Diver that never got released in the in the U.S. but it was like notoriously hard, and it's kind of like this Castlevania um, type of format where it's just super super hard, but it's also kind of like an RPG. Like they're they're never that's never gonna be on the virtual console for like Nintendo. So there's no, I don't mind playing that or downloading that. I feel no guilt about you know doing something like that. I used to know this guy who worked for uh, Funimation, and his job was 
watching the Japanese versions of shows like Dragon Ball and watching their mouth movements and writing a script that would best fit best fit like he he didn't write the script but like he would figure out what words best fit what the script's supposed to do right there to the animation man i don't think i think that job's probably something else now but yeah there's probably a big industry of just (laughs) imported ips you know What's that guy's title, or what was it? I don't remember. I'd have to ask him. Mouth mouth reader. I'm a Funimation's premier mouth reader. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, we're almost at two hours. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's all, folks. We've covered everything. All right. I got an idea. Okay. We'll each take a turn saying a word with a parting wisdom. One word? Yeah, you start with a word, he'll go next. Oh, okay, so, so we'll we're all making one. Sentence. Okay. Ready? Okay. Am I starting? Yeah. Um. Nipples. Should be never tweaked. Bye. <laughs> you pat pat.